In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. 911 emergency. Police. Search goes on in San Francisco for the man known as the Zodiac Killer. In New York, the search continues for the 44 caliber killer. See if you can explain to me why I would want to be a Scientologist. Betches Media presents. Tell me we have a lead. Stone Cold, no. It was literally like the Hunger Games. Not another true crime podcast. What can I say? Tough titties. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Hey everybody, welcome back to a special episode of Not Another True Crime Podcast because today we have two very special guests. <laughs> we have Christine and M from the And That's Why We Drink podcast, also known as my memoir title. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're going to sue you, girl. We have that memoir title. <laughs> no, we need somebody to help write our memoir because we're certainly not going to do it. So you can yeah. join us. I'm down. <laughs> and it, it will never be an abridged version either. The longer, no. the better. So. <laughs> <laughs> like a Game of Thrones anthology memoir. Anthology, right. Um, a million tangents. How are you today? Uh... I'm I'm good. Uh, the day's just starting for me, so I'm not. Who knows what the day holds? <laughs> I was gonna ask what you're drinking. Uh, right now, a whole lot of nothing. But after this, I'm probably gonna be. I've been in a, like a chocolate milk phase lately, Ooh. so um, <laughs> which like isn't new, by the way. It's just resurfacing. So, yeah, phase, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, chocolate milk has been my drink recently. So now that it's also morning, it might be like an appropriate time to actually drink that. Well, I'm the boozer of the group, so um, I it's it's only twelve thirty only twelve thirty. I don't what what even is time anymore? I guess these days, but it, it doesn't uh, exist. It doesn't, it doesn't exist. exist. It's kind yeah, of nice rules. My day drinking <laughs> habits. Um, so I'm drinking coffee now to prepare for. I'm obsessed with Snoop Dogg's newest Nineteen Crimes wine. Have you guys heard of this? No. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Have you heard of Nineteen Crimes wine? Yeah. Okay. It's like this Australian brand, and they have like a different criminal on each like. And the living court. labels. Yes. You have and that the labels. App, they'll like talk to you. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's not creepy at all. But so they have <laughs> these like 19 crimes things. And I went to the store the other day, and there was one with Snoop Dogg on it. And I guess he did like a collab with them. And there's a Snoop Dogg wine, and it's very good. So the, highly. I, okay. Here's the thing. I've had to hear about the Snoop Dogg <laughs> wine for like two weeks now. Um, and I don't even, I don't even drink wine, but I already know from Christine that if anyone were to decide that today's the day to ask a non-wine drinker for a recommendation, <laughs> I know to not shut up about the Snoop Dogg stuff. So that's, that's a ringing endorsement for you guys on what you should have today. I'm into that. It's so funny too, because everyone talks about the wine that talks to you. And as someone from New Jersey, I feel like any wine talks to me after <laughs> enough classes. Hey, uh-huh. that's fair. Yes. Conversations with cupcake wine for hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's slightly disturbing, but it's, it's fun. It's good. Well, see, this is just one of the reasons why we wanted to have you um, on the <laughs> podcast. We saw that in your description, it's you even say boxed wine and we're like, Emails need to be sent. Yeah, <laughs> we need to figure this out. But also, you guys do kind of you do a a true crime um, 
like ghost story. Like I'm just, I'm so fascinated by the super <laughs> and the paranormal and the supernatural and all that stuff. And I would just kind of, can you just give us like a basic, just little overview of what you guys do on your podcast and kind of how you got into talking about ghosts and astral projections and all that stuff, because it's so fascinating. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, so I cover the paranormal side of things and, uh, Christine handles the true crime side. So in every episode that we cover, um, or every episode that we do, I cover a paranormal story. Christine does a true crime and we try to make it as funny as possible considering how dark of a topic it is. Um, usually the boxed wine is the secret ingredient there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, we've just been doing that for three years now. And, uh, usually, Christine will cover, you know, cold cases or like unsolved mysteries or, you know, uh, some infamous serial killers. I know recently we just, uh, Christine just covered Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, and then I do everything spooky. So like aliens, cryptids, ghosts, like all that Like everything stuff. beyond the veil, as I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, um, so when we started hanging out, that it, we, the way we kind of like stumbled into this is we both were super into like anything creepy growing up like I was obsessed with like Stephen King and I literally had a book called like are you psychic for kids and like I'm not so before anybody (laughs) asked I found that out the hard way at age eight um but so I was obsessed with that and then when I met M and was like oh I used to be a paranormal investigator like as a job don't worry about it and I was like well now we're gonna stay up till 5 a.m and I have a million questions and uh we did that so many nights that we were like let's just get a microphone and talk about it yeah (laughs) just record these this crazed conversation yeah that is so cool too and as someone who was a paranormal investigator i just need to ask and i know we're going to get into some of them down the line what are your thoughts on these movies where they depict paranormal investigators are you like that's on the money or what is any of this happening (laughs) i feel like a lot of people uh if they saw a movie about paranormal investigators an accurate one they'd be kind of bored um i think (laughs) because a lot of paranormal investigators out there actually aren't there at all to be ghostbusters which is the reason i was doing it and i looked like the odd man out when i joined my group of people because everyone was a very serious astrophysicist and they were there to debunk everything and i was the one telling everyone no guys it's a ghost and i looked like a rookie (laughs) so um it's usually uh, a little more dull it's usually a group of people actually there to just debunk and often they're skeptics so it's less fun off camera so how do you even become a paranormal investigator uh so a very weird series of events i guess uh so (laughs) i it was totally by accident um which is interesting because when i was a little kid i used to tell my mom my dream job was to be a ghost hunter and um i was actually working for a museum doing nothing at all related to that, but it happened to be uh, like a 300 year old house that this museum was built in. And so I asked if the house, I was asking my boss if the house was haunted and he said, oh, well the people across the street do ghost tours so they might have some information for you on that. So after, you know, our shift, I'll introduce you to them. And because he brought me over, it almost looked like he was referencing me or uh, kind of vouching for me. And so I think the, the people at the ghost tour place um i think they misunderstood the situation and thought i was asking for a job and so (laughs) they stole me from the boss who was introducing me and they said like oh well we're doing a ghost tour on friday come out and you know see see it for yourself and at the end of that night they gave me 20 bucks and said to come back the next day so 
I accidentally became a paranormal investigator. I love this. You kind of <laughs> scammed your way. And I mean I that know. with the utmost respect. In oh, the yeah, most we love genuine scam. way. It was the most genuine scamming I've ever done. That's yeah. how we do most things in our line of work, it seems. <laughs> Definitely. So, so obviously, Em, like we know you believe in, in ghosts and things like that, but Christine, do you also like, do you share, like, do you also believe in it? Or are you kind of like, okay, I love talking about it, but I don't know if I believe. I think or what are I'm, your thoughts on that? Yeah. I think I'm more on the side of like, oh, you know, I'm really fascinated. I want to hear all about it, but I'm, I'm definitely more, way more skeptical than Em is. Um, and I feel like I'm the first to be like, but couldn't it also just be the fact that this weird man was also walking around upstairs or whatever it may be. And em, <laughs> the air em, conditioner. The air conditioner. <laughs> yeah. And Em will be like, no, conditioner. it's not. It's a ghost. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think we kind of have a balance, but I do, like, I am fascinated by it. And um, I'm also, like, I lived in LA for a while and I'm also more on the, like, spiritual, you know, I fell right into that trap, the millennial, like, uh, you know. Goop, yeah. Yeah, the goop trap, yeah. right, oh, exactly. I'm right in the goop with you, yeah. We're all stuck in it, yeah. <laughs> with crystals and everything. With crystals, uh-huh. all that, yeah. So I kind of fell into that. So then when Em and I were, you know, so then astral projection and like dreams and angel, you know, all this stuff got like so fascinating to me. And um, so I'm kind of a mix of that and the and the creepy ghost stuff too, so. I'm still on board. I pretend I'm skeptical, but I'm like fully <laughs> like it happens. It happens. If, I'm, if I'm there to nudge her the right way, then it becomes pretty chaotic pretty fast. From, like, <laughs> like it was a ghost, Christine. And she's like, you know what? You were right. That was- <laughs> the professional. So. Right. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, Good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Has there been a paranormal or ghost story that you've talked about on the podcast. And then after, I mean, I don't know if this happens a lot or not. And then after you're kind of like, okay, like something is here. Or like, do you feel presences or anything like that after? And how would you handle that? Cause I feel like I would full on ball my eyes out panic. Well, I feel like that happens sometimes. Yeah. And to answer the second half of that question first, the way that I handle it is we used to record in Christine's house. So I would just leave Christine's house and then I was fine. <laughs> you know, this is why I have to be skeptical because I'm like, I have to sleep here tonight. Okay. Like it's the air conditioner. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, Uber's here. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> right. Literally. <laughs> um, I mean, I think the times that that happened the most was uh, anytime we talk about one of the haunted dolls on our show, which I, we're not going to name the dolls mm-hmm. because part of the uh, curse with those dolls is that if you speak about them in full length for too long, something will happen to you. And we've gotten a lot of uh, audience reaction from that where no. that seems actually happen. Like we so, need to make a waiver because every time we bring them up by name and start talking about them, people write in like, seriously, like I got into another fender bender when you brought up this doll and no. we're like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah. So we actually, we, in our doll episodes, at least two of them now, um, they're the only episodes where I've had to do a content warning just to <laughs> tell people like, we're not going to say the name of the doll. We're only, we're going to say it once and you can mute the, the show if you want as we're saying it. But so those, I would say we've had the creepiest 
feelings as we're telling the story. And at one point we even had like a, a piece of ghost equipment go off. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Of us telling the story. There was also, there was also a time we did like a, it was way early in the show when we just kind of sometimes ranted about whatever we felt like, which we still do. But um, back then it was like six hours uh, (laughs) at a time. (laughs) And at one point we were talking about like guardian angels or something. And I was like, yeah, you know, spirit guides or whatever. And then all of a sudden I like mentioned that I thought I had one. And then behind M, like this record, there was like a stack of records and one of them just like flew directly across the Stop room it. and hit the ground. And I froze and Em was like, I'm not turning around. I don't know what just <laughs> happened back there. And to this day, it like gives me the creeps because I was like, I don't know if that, I assume it's a good thing because we well, were talking it was about- when, It was when you said that you felt like you had had a dream or something where you realized what your guide's name would be. And when you said the name out loud, <laughs> that's when the record flew. Oh. oh that's the other thing i don't remember i have to ask my brother because he was pissed because they're his records and he was like why (laughs) is this on the floor and i'm like i don't want to touch it i was just laughing it's like why is my monkey's record broken (laughs) (laughs) i think it was probably something not that exciting because it was whatever was on top um but yeah it was very that one was like the first and maybe only time i've seen something like physically fly across the room and i know people say that and it sounds so cheesy but like it legitimately just flew across the room, and I don't know how else to explain it. So I heard it fly. I never saw it out of sheer will, but it did happen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Have you ever been too freaked out to talk about a topic after you researched it? I don't think so. That hasn't happened yet. I, any spooky things that have happened during our telling of a case has never been too dark, I don't think. I think I'm. We're more afraid of, um, like, if we talk about the dolls, even outside of interviews or podcasts, we just don't say the name. So I guess right. we're we're spooked by that a little bit. But I think that's the farthest for me. There was a time. Well, sometimes we get fan mail, and we've gotten some like really, like I mean, most of it is amazing, and you know, people are really talented and make or write nice letters or postcards. But sometimes we get like really weird things. Like one time we got a box <laughs> full of like. Uh, they were like memorabilia from a funeral of like this victim of a murderer or something. And they were like candles and like the, the memorial pamphlet and they had been used and we were like, what? And so sometimes I feel like we get stuff and we immediately are like, there's bad energy in this box and we have to figure out what to do. Oh, one time. There's no good energy around used memorial. No, right? We've had had multiple people send us teeth and hair. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. And they're like, oh, or like haunted dolls. And they're like, this, unfortunately, this was in our barn and then the barn burned down so you can have it. And we're like, why the hell do I want it? it. (laughs) That, by the way, that doll. That doll came from, uh, it was like straight out of a movie. It was like in an old oh. wooden crate and you had to like pry it open and there was like open. hay, there was hay in it and you oh. had to dig through it to find the doll. It was like and straight- like a demon up. escaped. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, literally into my house. Yeah, uh-huh. true. I'm like, yeah. is that the doll right behind you right now? No. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. We ended up like, I don't know what I did with it. I, I like, my husband was like, well, donate it. And I was like, I'm not giving that away to somebody else. No. Yeah. I yeah. don't know what I did with it. I you probably like just- like burn it in effigy or something. Yeah, I feel like I had to do a ritual or something you yeah. just i was gonna say can we just throw away. those away i don't can know you just we be like do... i guess the haunted doll goes in the trap like i just right what like it doesn't feel it. right to put it in like the la dumpster i'm like that's <laughs> yeah. like very holy or spiritual although if the dumpster did catch on fire no one would probably think twice then that's true, <laughs> that's true. or just that's put in true. the moldy squirrel jam did you see that how that squirrel restaurant has the moldy jam 
No. What are you talking about? Like Squirrel the Coffee Place? Goop, Uh yes. Squirrel the Coffee Place. Their famous jam. Yeah. After this. And if you want to be repulsed, that's a whole different activity. I want that. Em wants that. I don't. (laughs) I gotta gotta know. Oh my gosh. Moldy jam. Oh, I'm on my way. Okay. (laughs) Oh, she's like, I have a a project for after this podcast. I'm prepared. I'm prepared. Um, I want to know, we kind of, you kind of mentioned it because, uh, and, and as I was listening to your podcast, I think I had a different idea of what astral projection was. I thought it was, I thought it was like, you know, when you, in the middle of the night, when you're like awake, but you, but you feel like you're being like held down or like, you feel like you can't like, you're like, like you feel like you don't have control. I thought that's yes. what an astral projection was, but it sounds like it kind of, there's a little bit more behind it and there's like kind of connection to like dreams and maybe right. you're like communicating with somebody else that's like not even around like can you just talk about that because it's so interesting yeah so i mean that actually what you described is sleep paralysis typically yeah. um okay. which is like when it's yeah not you a feel... ghost <laughs> well it could be i mean I there's like who's with me right now <laughs> i mean can i scream <laughs> i've had that happen too and it certainly feels like there's a demon like sitting on you um uh-huh. so yeah because like i've that's... had those moments where i'm like it's really just scary. open your eyes and if you see something you're just gonna be okay with it like it, it yeah. was like these weird things where i'm like just and i'd be and i'd open but then but yeah maybe it was just <sighs> Or it's None just of that, a chair and it was just... in your room with like the laundry piled on it, yes. and you think it's a oh. devil. <laughs> every time, every time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like sleep paralysis is typically like your body. Well, at least the theory that I ascribe to or think is like interesting is that your body like shuts itself off, like the nervous system shuts off when you're sleeping, so that um, you don't act out your dreams. But then sometimes you're you'll like you'll wake up, like your brain will wake up, but your body doesn't wake up, and so you'll still be dreaming but like you'll be conscious. And so your body doesn't react and you're kind of frozen. And, um, you know, and some people think like maybe the reason you see really scary things in that moment is like your body's trying to wake you up. Um, and I don't know if that part's true, but I feel like we've had a lot of people write in about sleep paralysis and some people do think it's like an opening to, you know, creepier stuff to come in or I don't know. I mean, yeah, some people have seen some really spooky things. I mean, one of our, one of the listener stories that is uh that we've gotten is uh that someone has i'm trying to think of how to most grotesquely describe it to you but basically (laughs) there was like (laughs) there was like a a demon that had like the face of like an old woman like but it's all warped and upside down and he was crawling on the ceiling towards him and he was just lying there frozen in fear which anyone would be but we've gotten like from that all the way to just not being able to move so who knows? Yeah. It's all bad. It's all yeah, bad. but I think- just been a botched episode, like a plastic surgery gone wrong. <laughs> Very LA. <She's> Help! Like- <laughs> That's its own horror story. It's just Joan way. Rivers doing a set. I mean, that would be my dream, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Joan Rivers was a demon, but she was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. see, you can be both. It's she like a multi-dimensional how- personality. She knew how to scale that ceiling, so. She did. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. 
Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. So the astral projections are different. What yes. Is, so the, what is an astral projection? Um, so, I mean, M probably knows better than I do, but I think astral projection typically is like the idea that you, your body and your soul or your being somehow are separate. And so your consciousness can leave your body and either travel elsewhere or even sometimes, I mean, a lot of times it's like people who are in surgeries and things like that can look like wake up and say, I saw myself during surgery. Um, and people are like, oh, that was just a dream. And they're like, okay, well, I, I can tell you like what was above my head, like the numbers or the machines or, you know, things like that, where it's like, how on earth could you know that if you were unconscious in bed the whole time? And a lot, like we did, a, yeah, like the astral projector or astral projection listeners episode and people have said, you know, they traveled to other houses or places. Um, and like my, for some, whatever reason in my dad's side of the family, it's like a really common thing that my aunts and cousins just talk about. Like, oh yeah, I did this last week. And I'm like, what? I, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how they do that, but it's like a really common thing where they'll weirdly like know something has happened before it happens because they like saw it because they went there in their dream. I don't know. It's really weird. It's like dreaming, but you're like actually your consciousness is actually like traveling somewhere else, oh. which sounds crazy. I know, but it does sound crazy. Well, okay. <laughs> I did want to circle back to the sleep paralysis for one sec, because um, I feel like people co- use that commonly as an explanation for alien abduction. So I want to mm-hmm. know where you guys land on. Do you believe in alien abductions? I, I definitely believe that there's something else out there, that there's other, uh, other life forces. Uh, I don't know how, likely it is that people are being abducted i've that's never happened to me at all so i can't speak from any personal experience um i would be hesitant but open to it if i heard someone had had that experience yeah i think sometimes like we and we'll tell a story of like somebody and it happened in the 50s and they'll tell the whole story and it's like oh really compelling and then like something will happen where em's like this is where the story kind of falls apart <laughs> and like some something just doesn't seem right and you're like oh maybe there are bigger issues at play here in yeah. this person's life or whatever it may be like, oh i was on acid but i swear that's a good point because a lot of them do take place in like the 60s and 70s and <laughs> yeah. i'm like that's weird uh <laughs> Yeah. Like, the drugs weren't really regulated back then. Yeah, uh-huh. that was what the doctor was prescribing. Um, right. Which is like, we, like uh, we're definitely not one to talk because at least for me, the second someone tells me that they've had a, an experience with a ghost, I barely question it. I'm like, that was, <laughs> yeah. so like, who am I of like, the second it's an alien, I have some like reservations. So I, I'm pretty much open to anything. It's all interesting to me at the very least. So I'm not sure. 
Oh. I feel like if any aliens want to abduct me, please go for it. Yeah, at this point, <laughs> take all of us. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, we can't go to America. Y'all can't travel anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're like, forget We're you banned guys. from space and other planets, too. Well, there, don't know. There's, there's those videos of people uh, pretending that they're aliens and they're like experiencing driving past Earth and they like <laughs> lock their doors. So, like. <laughs> I have a, for um, like paranormal investigation. So, I feel they're different than, because um, I'm curious always about like mediums and people who can connect with other sure. uh, realms. So uh, I'm assuming like paranormal investigators can't always make that contact. And do you know, like, is there training you can do to make yourself better with that? Or have you ever, um, like, have you experienced being able to communicate with uh, like someone not from our realm? Uh, so I've, I've had personal experiences where I've seen something or I've heard something, but I think it was because whatever that entity was, was deciding for me that I'd get to experience it. I don't think I'm personally connected enough to be able to have that for myself. And I think there's a lot of controversy on whether or not that can be a taught skill. I think you can uh, help someone open up their mind's eye or be more um, aware of their spiritual selves and maybe that will help. Um, I I don't think that you can just become a psychic though. You know, I think it's just, if you're, if you've been gifted with that, you already kind of know, so. So interesting. I have a, I wonder, because you said like, like Christine, you're more of the true crime, supernatural. Has there been a case where there, the two worlds have like meshed and what is, what is that situation? Yeah, I can feel like a lot of times, there have been a couple of times where M will cover a story and it'll be like sort of a true crime. It's not a lot of times, but it's happened. So like there's this place in, um, I think it's Iowa called like the Velisca Axe Murder House. And um, it was like the site of this like really brutal murder, but like now it's Casual. considered like this. Yeah, right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the uh, Axe Murder House. The Casual. Axe Murder House. Uh-huh. It's just like Is a it on stop on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's on Zillow. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful open concept. No. Uh, <laughs> so like M covered the story and I literally had it on my notes to cover it like two weeks later. But then M was like, but it's also this massively haunted place because of all of the chaos or like you know amityville the reason people believe it's haunted is because there was like this brutal family slaying and that kind of thing um so it does sometimes yeah the lizzie borden house too yeah yeah so there are times where like i will cover a story and then be like but i'll save the paranormal side for m if they want to cover it at another point because i don't want to like take you know take well we i'll be also like we don't tell each other what stories we're going to be covering so there's always that element of surprise and then in hindsight it's always like it's like, wow, I really wish we told each other because we yeah. could have done like, <laughs> we could have done uh, you, you go first and tell the true crime then I tell the after effects of the ghosts and it would have actually been one succinct concept, but it never goes that way. Yeah. So. Once a year we, we realize that that would be a good idea and then we never do it. And then the next yeah. year we remember it again. So maybe, maybe this will yeah. be the and time. Like, as thing. they come up, you're like, oh yeah, we had a plan for something. <laughs> yep. That happens yep. to us all the time. That kind of maybe involved crime slash the supernatural or also just neither. Have you guys heard of the Westfield Watcher? <gasps> yes, I covered the Watcher house. Um, remember? Yeah, what is, okay, yes, what are yeah. your theories? Please tell oh, us. Oh my God. Okay, so this was ages ago. We did like um, a show in New Jersey, like in May of 2019, which feels like <clears throat> like a decade ago at this point. But <laughs> I covered it live. And I remember that was like one of the creepiest ones I've ever researched. It's horrifying. I, I remember the story, what the background was that maybe 
was it that someone had moved into a house nearby or had the, his, their family had lived there and then they'd inherited it? Or was it, uh, Something I like don't, that. a new family moved in and then they started getting these like really creepy Let, notes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Sorry. That was like, I'm watching your children and shit. And it's like, and I'm the, the new watcher. blood, the new blood, oh, the new blood and all that stuff. And the true like, blood spinoff. Yes, I love the true yeah. blood spinoff. <laughs> and a knockoff. starring on Quibi. Didn't, yeah. didn't they also get at the end? I remember there being like rights to a lifetime movie coming out because of it or something. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No updates yeah. on that, actually. I should go check up. I know. Let's do a follow up because I'm curious. Yeah, there was definitely like the 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 rights were definitely bought, and then I think didn't the people of New Jersey be like, we don't want to relive this. You're gonna like, yeah, probably. Oh yeah. Like, well, the people of that town think it's a total hoax. Right, right, right. That town like, also sucks. I grew up right next to it. It's my rival. Town. So <laughs> well, that explains everything. Yeah, they have three Starbucks. They think they're hot shit. You know, it's a one. Oh, God. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Um, so you guys were talking about like, you know, the stuff that you get in like from listeners and stuff like that. Is there something where when you're like reading one of the stories, you're like, like you said, like there is a part where it like falls apart. Like what makes a story kind of, what makes you think, eh, this is a bit unbelievable or this is not like, I don't think that this, this has happened. Like what is the moment? Um, I think, I, I think, well, it's different for every story because I guess, depending on the topic, uh, like if it were a cryptid or something like that, it would, you know, I just covered the, um, or I'm about to, and in future episodes, I cover the chupacabra, which hasn't come out yet. But uh, one of the big controversies of that is that it looks eerily like a dog. Like, <laughs> yes. comfortably it's like a dog. a very badly disciplined it's a dog. dog. <laughs> and it also yes. used to look like a lizard. So it's like, okay, so right. at what point did it like suddenly become a it, dog? I it, used to, it used to look like a, like a, a furry lizard or like a panther with scales and it had it had a completely different look and then all of a sudden it looks just like any old dog so that's where i'm like okay well something changed and it's <laughs> so something like that for cryptids but even with ghosts it's that if all you're hearing is something that could probably be easily situationally explained away it's just yeah. harder to be convinced of it usually if people have a lot of evidence in their backing their story then that's when i get super creeped out yeah, and I feel like if, if or there's like validation, which I mean, obviously mm. not everybody gets validation, but I think sometimes, right. you know, that extra <laughs> leap, yeah, that extra leap of like, oh, and then I found out that like she did die on those stairs, whatever, like that kind of adds to the actual, you know, validity, quote unquote. The other times where it's like, I think M says this a lot that they get uh, suggestions. Uh, for things to cover and then look into it and it's just like a few uh, personal anecdotes that are like and I heard footsteps and there's right. like not much to do with that so it's kind of hard <laughs> to build a whole ghost story off of it yeah right yeah You're like, right. we need some shit to happen yeah, yeah. and like, we are we pick it up yeah. it's not like oh, just your ice machine making noise <laughs> I don't, yeah. 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 I don't see all, but it wasn't even the time it was supposed to make ice right, <laughs> right. it's off schedule <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> All right, so now to, as y'all say, Sagu. Sagu. <laughs> well, I, I don't say that, M says 
<laughs> I used to before I was educated 20 years too late. So. Oh when I heard that you make up words, I threw my phone because that's all, I don't know the English language. I just formed my own vernacular that I don't think anyone understands. So I, I hear you with that. The best I my favorite oh, line yes. on the show is uh, English isn't my first language because like technically I learned German when, like first before I learned English. And so I like I fully am fluent in English. It's just bullshit. But I love to say it because like in a technical way, it's true. So if I ever make any sort of mistake, I'm like, well, you know. And it leaves me in the dark because I'm yeah. like, well, English is my first language. And, I'm still, so. well, and I still nice thought I was Sengu. Yeah. We did a whole episode on um, Bikram yoga and Danny just couldn't not say Brickham. It was just, it was truly incredible because it was like the I subject keeps it. being like, oh, the Brickham and the Brickham. And we were like, I guess we're just going to let this, we're just going to uh, keep going with this. I most definitely <laughs> listened to that episode yesterday. So listen, I'm on board. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I'm like, I know. Well, New Jersey is my first language. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it happens I'm like, my coffee at the Watcher House. Yeah. No one can blame me for that. It's okay. Yeah. No one can. It, is, it was forced upon me. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> but we want to do, because obviously uh, you all love wine as well. So we want to do pair a normal. Oh. Um, what an M. I know you said you're not a wine drinker. So if you have a Bev of choice, you can mm-hmm. jump in with that. So I see. We have a... Well, we have wine brands that are wine types. And what would you pair it with a story? So like a kidnapping, a ghost mm. haunting, something like that. Got it. Got so, it. Love it. Something light and fun. Something you know, dairy. Something fresh. Something zesty. Something yeah. Yeah. The perfect skill with podcasting too is I talk with my hands. So I just like knocked over the mic. Uh, you, said, <laughs> you said you're from Jersey, so I get it. That's true. We understand. So, yeah. Uh, so the first one is my fave, a Sauvignon Blanc. Okay. Well, let's see. I'm see the Stop problem it. too is that I'm um I you know as you know boxed wine is my best friend oh. so I'm, I'm not like super into the you know I don't know Can I tell you world. I'm built like boxed wine because I can't fit I just it's truly there's just a pouch of pinot noir in here and I'm just covering it and it's so five glasses <laughs> Um oh gosh let's see I I guess I would um hmm Maybe like a, you know, I feel like that's an, a light and f- a crisp type of drink. Maybe an outdoorsy type. Maybe, maybe a, I, you know, I like a summertime um, abduction. You know, a summertime <laughs> UFO abduction. Maybe like a low-key drowning. Just or a low-key, something cool and fresh. Like maybe this, the smiley face. Uh, yeah. People, the smi- maybe a little Sav Blanc and a smiley face. Just like uh, anything kind of outdoorsy evening, you know, just like open it, like exploring the great outdoors. Yes, I hear you. I see from someone who doesn't drink, um, I don't know what you said. So Sauvignon Blanc <laughs> sounds French and fancy. So I was thinking like an exorcism in a French church. Okay, well oh, there. Wow. Now that, I mean, now that also needs a to little be, twist for you. That, needs <laughs> that to be sounds like red. That sounds like it'd go with red wine. To me. I was going to say yeah. as well, just because, you know, the church and red wine have a long history. I think an exorcism could go well with just about anything. So Well, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and now, how about a little uh, rosé? I know that's you also... Know, actually, I'm going to switch up. Prosecco. So oh. A little, a little celebration. Okay, what about instead of like a um, like an abduction or a murder, what about like something that's been like a, a solved case? Because, you know, like we'll have a little celebrate, a little bubbly to celebrate like, mm. hey, who knew what the hell this horrible, gruesome thing was? And now we have an answer. We know who it is. Let's celebrate. <laughs> Wouldn't that I be don't. who just, who's the big killer that just got caught? Golden the State Killer. Golden State. I just yeah. Golden State. Fuck. 
Oh, I certainly yes. broke open the Prosecco, uh, the bubbly after that. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, what about Four Loco? Oh, okay. here we go. It'll just ruin your life. <laughs> That's, a pulver. That's a poltergeist. That's a poltergeist. M-nose, yes. <laughs> that one I already know is just paired with anything wildly chaotic. So Yeah, poltergeist is good. <laughs> yeah, the ghost that makes you run out of the house and never come back is... Four <laughs> Loco makes you leave your body, too. So that Oh, works. that's true. I yeah. popped back in my dorm room, like, where was I? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so maybe it's like a, it's also a dash of astral projection or something. Right, there you go. Yes. Yeah. Love that. The word poltergeist makes me cringy. Just makes yeah. me it it yeah, it makes me uncomfy. It's just not like like that's like my scariest type of one, like the uh exorcisms Ugh. and those kind of things. Like I I watched the exorcism of Emily Rose and I swear to God, I couldn't like I'd wake up in the middle of the night being Same. like there's nobody here to protect me. Like that I was so me. That's also based on a me. true story. Oh. I know. I know. They I make know. sure you know that when you're watching mm-hmm. the movie, by the way. Okay. <laughs> so, so that's when you drink the whole box so you can pass out. That's the box. That's what the box <laughs> is for. Waking right. up in the middle of the night. Yes. Ugh. Yes. To go true with your boxed wine, Franzia. Oh. Oh. And we even had an episode called, like, are they bloodstains or Franzia? That was the, the Queen Mary episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Was that Queen Mary? Okay. Yeah. What was even the tra- crime story in that one? I literally don't remember. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> Franzia. Now that seems like a college ghost, you know? <laughs> or like a college crime, which, I mean, there's plenty of, like, maybe yeah. smiley face killers, you know? The the people wandering off from the party had too oh, much yeah. Franzia. I don't know. I also like, like a little PTA drama or something like that. Oh, too. you know what? That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Maybe like remember- a suburban, a suburban crime. Yeah. Betty Broderick, yeah. Yeah. Like the PTA oh, mom that they like, um, somebody like planted weed on her to get her like arrested because they yes. were just like, she's a bitch. And I think like, it's, uh-huh. Sharon. It's, it's much less of a crime <laughs> than just pure scandal, I think. That one. Yeah. Oh, that's, it, oh, yes. yeah. Like big little lies status. Like, big little lies, right? No one's going to die, but like you're aware that there's like, that it's a little heavier in the room these days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe like yeah. we did an episode on um, the Roslyn School District embezzlement. Maybe that uh, would be oh, good. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know about that. HBO. That's a good uh, little movie to watch as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'll get the, the what is it? The Franzia out <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> I also feel like just uh, to wrap up too, you both are so like kind and very like humble and nice and polite, but your podcast is so popular. You guys are so good at so it. So good. I don't like listening to podcasts because I get jealous of them. Oh, but stop I it. I not listen to yours. <laughs> it's just so good. Where do you, and I mean, you've covered so much. Do you have any, like, what's the next plan or do you, what's the next thing you want to check off the to-do list? Well, we had a lot of plans, RIP 2020, but um, (laughs) (laughs) also thank you for the kind words. It's very much appreciated. We just have fun with it and um, we're still flabbergasted that people even listen. So, uh, to, uh, deuces i was gonna say uh did us? we don't like being complimented we're very self-deprecating we're like i just <laughs> i just had an out-of-body experience i so sorry uh no to answer your other part of the question though of if we have anything lined up we like christine said we had a lot of things lined up we especially had a tour lined up that we were in the middle oh, of um, lol so that all we're rescheduling for like the second time in a row now and uh other than that we've got some uh, other ideas coming up. We have a 200th episode coming out, so we're trying to do things for that. Um, and then, honestly, quarantine has given us kind of 
uh, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but like a lot of time to be creative. Like crazy <laughs> yeah. brain, like crazy indoor brain. Right. So there are a lot of times where in the middle of the night, I'll just crazily text Christine a million ideas and one of them will stick. So uh, <laughs> yes, we've got a, a list of insanity coming out, I, I would call it. Yeah, we're, wor- we're in the works on multiple things that aren't necessarily real yet, but we're, we're brainstorming. <laughs> it's like it's a whole new world right now though you know what I mean like there's there's no more rules you can kind of just like you said throw shit against the wall and see what sticks see what happens man it's it's, it's kind of beautiful um so anything is possible if we have if we have listeners that are just going to be listening to you guys for the first time what is an episode that each of you recommends that's like one of your favorites to be like this is so us or this is just my favorite episode which would be like what you would say for people to start listening to you Good question. Em, do you have one? Of course. Uh, so um, <laughs> uh, any of the doll ones. Uh, Th- those are a hit. And in a hit, I'm, by a hit, I mean not necessarily always good. But by, by <laughs> hit, I mean hit and miss. Um, but so uh, any of the doll ones. And then also my a lot of people really liked uh, when we covered uh, the Black Eyed Kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my personal favorite one, which is a conspiracy theory versus something more supernatural, is that... Um, it's called Project Pegasus, and it was this time travel conspiracy theory where all the presidents like go to Mars before they become president or something. It's very weird. Um, oh there's God. a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, I think um, those are all. Those seem to be like the most popular ones. Um, one of my personal favorites is like a really early one. It's episode eleven, and it's like where M covers the haunted dybbuk box which is like a wine box so it kind of mixed all i know (laughs) and i i remember being like what and um it's very it's very on brand and then i covered the story of elisa lamb that episode which is the girl who died in the elevator game and all that so i think that episode just i remember it was so long ago but i specifically remember being so creeped out by it even back then that um i still recommend that one to this day so yeah and we also had we recently both felt like one of our best episodes we've done was uh, um, a couple, I would say a couple months ago now we covered, uh, or I, on my end, I covered Jeff the Talking Mongoose. Um, <laughs> what? It's, it's, you got a dick and a talking mongoose. I am, I'm Googling things later. It's so <laughs> weird. It was weird, but we both agreed after we recorded that we were like, that one just felt really good or weird or whatever. But if you want a bizarre episode, I'm sure that's, that's a good a, one that's to start on. one. That's but. amazing. I'm going to go listen to all of these. <laughs> we just right threw now. you in so many directions. I I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Well, I definitely want to hear you. I love the variety. Podcast, which is so good. Yeah. For sure. Well, everybody go listen to the And That's Why We Drink podcast. Em and Christine, thank you both so much. This was such a good time. Thank you. And maybe when the world opens up, we can all drink wine and chocolate milk together. Yes. Yes. Thanks, guys. This was great. Thank you. And do you guys want to plug where they can follow you each individually? Mm. Sure. Well, you can follow our social media anywhere at ATWWD Podcast. Um, and then I'm at Xteen Schiefer. And M is at the M Schultz, the yes. one and only. So, <laughs> yeah, only. that's pretty much all our social media. Or, and that's why drink.com pretty much has everything in one place, if that's easier. Yes. They have a dot com, people. You know it's real. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've updated it in a very long time. So, who knows what's on there? <laughs> Absolutely. And you can find me at KSpaceB on Instagram. I'm Cashmere Danny, Cashmere with a K. I'm Sarah Lameem and follow our podcast, NATC Pod on Insta. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. 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 <laughs> Betches.